Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Walk and Talk Wellness with Tani. Go ahead, make sure you've got your sneakers laced up, you've got your water bottle with you, and you can go ahead and get started with your walking. Um, today, we are going to talk about exercise intensity and measuring that exercise intensity. So I'm going to start this timer. We've got about 23 minutes of walking. I will do my best to remind you when we are at the halfway point and let you know that you can turn around. So before we get going, as usual, I need to um, get you started with the exercise disclaimer. Again, my name is Tani Wachinski from Titanium Online Fitness. The goal of this podcast is to um, just help to guide you through a nice, easy interval walking workout to improve your aerobic wellness um, and your aerobic capacity and get all the good things going from exercise that we can. So bear with me as I read my exercise disclaimer so that um, the powers that be can be happy. <laughs> the exercises in this video are for, I'm sorry. The exercises in this podcast are for educational and entertainment purposes only and not meant to be interpreted as medical advice. Exercises not without risks and this or any other exercise program may result in injury. To reduce the risk of injury, please consult with your healthcare provider before beginning any exercise program. The exercise instruction and advice provided are in no way intended as a medical consultation. By participating, you agree to indemnify and hold Tani Wachinski and Titanium Online Fitness harmless from any and all injuries, liabilities, or damages resulting from any and all claims, causes of action, suits, proceedings, or demands against Tani Wachinski or Titanium Online Fitness arising from or related to decisions you make using this content. You agree that you use this information at your own risk. Whew, I know that's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> so that's out of the way. All right, team, you are currently walking and I want you walking right now at a comfortable pace. All right. When we go into our comfortable pace, that means that um, if I was standing next to you, we could easily have a conversation. You wouldn't be huffing and puffing. You would feel good. There would be movements and all the good things are happening, but it doesn't feel hard. All right, um, I'm going to give you about a five minute comfortable pace warm up. Then you're going to go about five minutes as at a more just difficult pace. Then you're going to slow down again to comfortable, go back up to difficult, and then we'll wrap up with a cool down at a comfortable pace. So um, this shouldn't be a workout that feels like uh, what am I like a, a hit training or something really, really hard. This should still be a fairly comfortable workout. You might stretch yourself a little bit during that difficult pace, but I never, ever, ever want you to feel like, um, it's torture. <laughs> All right. Sometimes we move just because it feels good to move. So just keep that in mind as you're going through and, um, be careful and be aware of what's around you and make sure that you're staying safe and all of those good things. All right, team. So today I, I want to talk to you about measuring intensity and as you're going along, how you're sort of, um, you know, checking in with yourself. A lot of us have heart rate monitors. Those are great things to sort of help to get an idea of physiologically what's happening. But I always tell people that heart rate monitor, it doesn't take the entire um, picture for you, right? Like if you, maybe you didn't eat great yesterday or you weren't 
super on point with your water. So you're a little bit dehydrated. Maybe you're a little bit tired. You didn't sleep well. Maybe you've got some high stress levels that are kind of weighing you down. That heart rate monitor might not be taking that into consideration. So it doesn't really give you the whole picture of kind of how you're feeling and how you're managing this workout. So there's a couple of other ways that you can use um, and learn and practice with. And um, <clears throat> the talk test really does correlate well with a heart rate monitor. So there's been several studies measuring intensity. And that is one of the things that they find that the talk test correlates pretty well with some of the thresholds that we work with when we're talking about heart rate training. So I do want to just encourage you to practice with that, see how it feels and go from there. Um, now team, you are almost five minutes in. We're coming to the 30 second mark of this comfortable pace. So in a few seconds, I'm going to give you the cue and I'm going to want you to go a little bit quicker, make it a little bit more difficult. All right, so just kind of get yourself ready, get your head in the game for that. Um, once I get you into that place, then I will move on with what's happening and you'll even get to practice with this talk test. In five, four, three, two, two one. one. All right, Difficult. team, now you're gonna speed up to a difficult pace for five minutes. So that difficult pace as you're going maybe a little bit quicker, maybe you're um, pumping your arms a little bit more. If you're on a bike, maybe you are turning up the resistance a little bit. If you're on a treadmill, maybe you're going uphill, whatever you need to do to make this a little bit harder, I need you to do now. So this is perfect timing because we're talking about the talk test. So now as you're coming into this difficult pace, um, it's getting a little bit harder if you and I were standing next to each other having a conversation. It's getting a little bit harder for you to talk, right? Um, you can still talk. You can still get your point across. You are not going so fast that you're huffing and puffing and you wouldn't be able to um, focus, all right? It's just a little bit more difficult, a little bit more challenging. You definitely don't want to be singing a song right now. So I want you finding a pace that, um, you know, if you tried to sing the Star Spangled Banner or whatever song you choose, you wouldn't be able to do that. You'd have to kind of stop and take a breath. That's the talk test. That's one way that we measure intensity. When I work with clients, um, usually I will be talking to them and based on how they're answering that I can have a pretty good idea of what's going on. So if we were doing some high intensity interval training and I ask them a question, they don't wanna answer me and that's perfect, right? That's what we're looking for. Um, so just kind of keeping that in mind as you're moving through your fitness journey, it's a nice way to measure intensity. Um, and that's what we're gonna be using as I'm taking you through these different intervals week after week after week. Um, another way for you to measure intensity is called the rate of perceived exertion or the RPE scale. There's a couple of different ways to use it. I like to use a zero to 10. All right. So zero is I'm sitting on my couch, not doing anything. And 10 is I am giving you 100% of my maximum effort. Maybe you're sprinting up a hill or something really, really hard where you can only do it for a few seconds and then you're going to have to back off. I won't be taking you to 10, my friends, so don't get <laughs> nervous. Um, right now, you are about two and a half minutes into this five-minute interval for um, difficult walking, all right? So stay focused, 
make sure that you're walking at a pace that's a little bit hard, all right? You're, you're almost there. You've got a little more than two minutes left before you're done. So back to your RPE scale. So zero is nothing, 10 is 100% effort. When you first start coming out and walking and warming up at your comfortable pace, you should always start your exercise with a warm up. There's a lot of great benefits that happen um, in the warm up. You start to redistribute blood from your stomach and your organs out to the muscles that need it, the working muscles. You start to get synovial fluid going into the joints where they're gonna get nourished. Um, your brain starts to release some of the good uh, hormones related to exercise that we really like, those feel-good hormones. All kinds of different things start to happen as you gently ease into that warm-up. You don't want to go from zero to 100, right? You want to kind of ease in a little bit, give yourself a little bit of time. So when you're in that warm-up phase, your rate of perceived exertion usually it would be somewhere in that two, three, four range. All right. So starting maybe at a two, something very, very comfortable, working up into that four, maybe it's a little bit harder at the end of that warm up. Um, so then that would be your comfortable pace. Anytime you're working in your comfortable pace, if you were to say on, on a scale of zero to 10, I'd be maybe at a three or a four in that exertion. Right now in your difficult phase, I would hope that you are at maybe a five to a seven, all right? So if you're kind of doing your body check, check in, see how you're feeling on a scale from zero to 10, what would you put yourself at? Remember 10 is maximum effort, zero is I'm sitting on the couch doing nothing. So hopefully you are currently somewhere in that five to seven range. If it's higher than that, if you're feeling like you're huffing and puffing and you're like closer to a nine, you probably want to back off a little bit. Okay. That's a little bit too intense for what we're looking for today. But if you can say five to seven, you are perfect. My friends, you have less than 10 seconds left in this difficult interval. In three, two, one. All right. Go ahead and drop it back down. Slow it down. We want five minutes in a comfortable pace now. So again, if you're using your RPE scale, you'd be down to about a three or a four once you've sort of made that, that switch and you're a little bit more comfortable again. If you're using the talk test, you should be able, after you've recovered for a few seconds of that slower pace or that easier pace, you should, again, be able to pick up that conversation fairly easily. You know, you're still breathing hard. It's not sitting on the couch. You're still working, um, but you can you can definitely have that conversation. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, I don't want you to be able to sing at this point. I still want you to be working hard enough that if you tried to sing, you probably wouldn't get it out. But you are definitely talking with no problems. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, team, back to our RPE scale, rate of perceived exertion. So like I said, comfortable pace is about a three to a four. Difficult pace would be a five to a seven. Now, if you ever are working in high intensity interval training, if you get to that point in your program, some of you will, some of you won't, um, an eight or a nine would be considered anaerobic. That means without oxygen. So you are working so hard that your um, 
cardiovascular system can't really keep up with the demand. So that's when you're really huffing and puffing. You are not having a conversation. All of your focus is going into this exercise, whatever it is that you are doing. And um, your body kind of is creating an oxygen deficit. And that's a good thing um, in the physiological sense, but it might be something that if you're a new beginner exerciser, you're probably not working in those levels at this point. That would be, you know, a high athletic level range. And it's something that we train for. So you don't start there. <laughs> okay, so don't get nervous. I'm not going to ask you to get into that uncomfortable place. But there are benefits that go along with working in that zone. You just need to be careful and you need to be safe when you're kind of dealing with those. So um, I'm not going to ask you to go into anaerobic. I just want you to know and be aware because knowledge is power, right? So um, those are two different ways that we measure intensity beyond just wearing a heart rate monitor. Let's see, we are actually a little bit more than the halfway point. I'm sorry that I forgot to let you guys know. So if you are um, doing a straight path, you can go ahead and turn around. Um, if you're doing a loop, great. Like I said, this should take you about 23 minutes for this workout. You are, you have two minutes left in this comfortable pace before we pick it up again. So again, my friends, you should be, if you're doing the talk test, able to talk to me if I was standing next to you um, or if you had anybody with you, you're comfortably having a conversation. We are going to pick it up and do one more difficult interval. So just mentally prepare for that. You've got about a minute and a half until that um, point gets here. So last week, we talked about beginning an exercise program. Um, hopefully you got some good tidbits and you got a little bit more confident in stepping out of your comfort zone and trying something new, whether that is putting a video on at home or um, visiting a gym, if you do have gyms that are open and available to you and checking them out, whatever it happens to be that you're sort of thinking about, I hope that you took maybe one small step forward to doing whatever that thing is. Because as you know, that's how you build confidence and you get better, all right? Imperfect action is what we are looking for at any point. So today we're sort of talking about um, or continuing with establishing that habit of exercise and sort of incorporating more planned exercise activity into your days, all right, activity is activity is activity. So everything matters. And the more movement you can get, the better in your days. All right, so standing up um, when you're working at your desk, walking around the grocery store, getting an extra lap, parking further away, taking the stairs, um, all the things that we've been told for years and years and years in health promotion, it still counts. All right, so your, your one 20, 30, 40 minute walk or planned exercise activity in your day isn't going to be enough to really get you to the goal if everything else that you do is sitting. I'm going to interrupt myself and let you know that in five, four, three, two, one, now my friends, up to that difficult pace again. So please pick up your pace, pick up your resistance, get your arms moving, all the good things that are going to get that heart rate coming up a little bit. You've got another five minute interval and then we're gonna cool it down. So you guys are already almost there. It goes fast, hopefully. All right, team. So remember, talk test, 
you are getting up to a pace where talking is not super comfortable, you can do it, but um, it's, it's getting a little bit more choppy. On your RPE scale that you just learned from zero to 10, you're looking at about a five to seven to be difficult. All right, team, back to establishing the habit. So <clears throat> as you're starting out your program, I said it last week, a lot of times people get lost in the details. And at this point of the game, um, when you're just starting out, the details don't matter. The only thing that um, I would be worried about is you showing up, doing whatever it is that you've said you're going to do. So walking is a great thing, a bike, an elliptical trainer, something that feels comfortable, that's fairly familiar to you is what you are looking for as you are getting started. And then once you've sort of established the habit, you can worry a little bit more about trying something different, incorporating something a little bit more challenging, bringing that intensity up and learning about some of those higher intensity types of um, activities. But when you're just the baby beginner exerciser, don't worry about those details. They're just gonna weigh you down. You just do the thing. So, a lot of times when people find out what I do for a living, that I'm an, a health educator and a personal trainer, the first question that they usually get is, what is the best exercise to do? What should I be doing? What is going to get me to the goal? And I always have the exact same response, <laughs> which is, what do you like to do? And so then they'll tell me, well, I really love running. Um, I used to be a runner or I always love dancing or I really love strength training or I, I love uh, yoga and meditating. And so with all of those answers, I always will say that is the best exercise to do. So you guys, this exercise, this activity needs to be a part of your life for the long haul. So you really do need to do your best to find something that you love that's going to feed your soul a little bit so that you will keep doing it, that you would do it even um, when barriers come up. Because guess what? Barriers are going to come up. <laughs> so if there's something that you really hate doing, maybe don't do that thing. That certainly isn't the first thing that you're going to do. So um, I met a gentleman years ago who told me, that um, he wanted to be a runner. He said, I just, I wanna be a runner, but I hate running. And I'm listening going, well, what? And <laughs> he said, I can be on the elliptical trainer for five miles, you know, all the intensity doing the things. But as soon as I jump on that treadmill, like I can go five minutes and I hate it and I wanna stop. I said, well, why, what, why do you need to be a runner? What, what is so great about running? And he just had, had convinced himself that running was the best activity and that he should be a runner, even though everything inside of him told him that he hated running. And hopefully I freed him a little bit. And I said, sir, there is no need for you to be running. You get plenty of good benefits from being on the elliptical trainer. If you love the elliptical and it feels good to your body, then by all means, stay on the elliptical and don't worry about the treadmill. So um, I've had similar conversations over my career and it always surprises me because people sort of get something in their head that they feel like they should be doing. And um, even though they hate it, even though it makes them miserable. And I'm like, there's no reason to be miserable. Same thing with your nutrition, my friends. If there's a, a diet plan that you're trying or that you're working on and it is making you miserable and making your family and the people around you miserable, maybe you need to find a different plan. <laughs> so that is not going to get you 
uh, or serve you for the long haul. It might get you from A to B in the short term, but I'll guarantee you right now, I've done this for over 20 years. It is not going to be the long haul answer that you need. So just, you know, seek out something different. There's so many different ways to get from A to B. There definitely is not one way. Now, team, I have not forgotten you. I know that you're walking at a difficult pace right now. So hopefully you're getting a little bit sweaty, a little bit shiny. You're feeling like, all right, I wouldn't mind slowing down because you've got about less than 10 seconds. Here's three, two, one, and comfortable pace, my friends. Slow it down. We have about three minutes left. So this is going to be considered part of your cool down. You should be hopefully coming to the end of your loop or um, your path. If not, you might have a little bit of time after this to pick up another podcast. So my friends, the next question people ask me is, well, what's the best time to exercise? So they asked me, what's the best kind of exercise? And now they want to know what time of day is the best time to exercise? And again, my answer is, well, when is the best time for you? When is it most convenient? When will you get it done? And whether that's morning, lunchtime, evening, whatever, that's the best time. <laughs> so don't get caught up in the, the shoulds, get caught up in the what works in your life and what is going to be sustainable as a habit, because this is forever. I want you to always, from this point on, be an exerciser, be an athlete, be somebody that moves their body on a regular basis in a planned way. <laughs> so please don't get caught up in the what should you be doing. Get caught up in the when does it work for me? What is something that I, maybe I don't love it yet, but I think I can learn to love it. So um, personally, I don't love yoga, right? I, I just, it's not super comfortable for me. Um, I'm a very tight person. I, I'm a high energy person. So slowing down like that is hard, but I have consistently over the years tried different formats. There's lots of different ways to do yoga, lots of different instructors. And I have come to a place where I kind of know which classes I'm going to like, which programs are going to work for me, how long I can do it. Um, and I can incorporate that into my life because I do recognize and value what yoga brings to the table. So if you love yoga, great. Maybe you're not that strength training person. Maybe you still are going to try to find a way to bring that into your day because strength training is really important. In future episodes, we will talk more about um, all the different modes of exercise. Right now, we're still just building the habit and we're getting you moving. So team, you are inside the last almost 30 seconds of this workout. Yay. Workout number two. You did it. So thank you so much for joining me, my friends. If you have any questions, you are welcome to find me on my website, which is titaniumonlinefitness.com. Uh, you can shoot me an email at tawny.wachinski at gmail.com. I am on Facebook as Tawny Wachinski or at Tawny Woj, W-O-J. And um, I do have a private wellness group that I work with. It's Be The Change Titanium Online Fitness. So you're welcome to join us there and join in the conversation. Three, two, one. Excellent, my friends. That is hopefully the end of your walk. If you still have longer to go, you're welcome to keep going. But that was your 23 minute walk for today with interval training. 
I will be here again next week to lead you through another um, interval. And we'll just kind of keep picking it up a little bit week after week after week. Hopefully you are comfortable, you are staying safe. Be sure to, um, as you get home from your walk, get a little bit of a stretch, make sure you're um, gently stretching out your legs, especially your calves, your hamstrings, your quadriceps, your um, hip flexors, basically all the muscles, <laughs> but especially your calves um, from walking. So again, thank you guys for joining me. My name is Tani Wachinski with Titanium Online Fitness. I will see you next week. And I encourage you this week, try something new, keep moving, find something that feeds your soul just a little bit. So thank you again, my friends, and have a beautiful day.